thing of ours, oh this thing of ours A fraternity of drug dealers ringing off I just happen to be alumni Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. My name is Mark, as it is every week, and as I am every week, I'm joined by... My name is Mark, as it is every week, and as I am every That's Jackie, week. and... My name is Miles. Don't write long emails. All right, hi, Miles. Uh, we're a podcast that talks about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, uh, although pretty much just the anime. We don't really go into everything about it. We don't cover all the merchandise they release or, you know, all the uh, theme parks that we're not going to go to and... What you know, theme parks? The uh, radio dramas they do or CDs. The museum exhibits. They did. They have like a JoJo theme park coming in California. Should oh. We, should we fly out there? Let's do a, go. Do a special episode? That's, that's uh, California. That's this easy. This week we will be talking about episode 35 of the David production anime, which is episode 9 of Stardust Crusaders, uh, called Yellow Temperance. Mm. Um, <laughs> before we get into that, though. Mm. What card is Temperance? What tarot card? Temperance. That's this what it's called, apparently. What does it look like? Oh, I don't know. It mm. depends. The way Araki draws it or the way it's normally drawn. I don't know. Do you know either do you know either of those? Uh no. You should ask Siri. No, I don't want to ask her. Okay, fine. She just yeah, she's busy. You don't want to you don't want to bother her. <laughs> I don't want to bother her. Um so before we get into talking about the episode, we're going to read some listener emails over in correspondence corner. <laughs> What is that? I'm heralding it with a trumpet. Okay, good. We don't have to go anywhere now. Uh, so we got two emails from the same person, from Figus Fittis, uh, who admits uh, that they rant. <laughs> so <laughs> we appreciate that. Um, basically, just a bunch of uh, summary of where they are in JoJo and that they finished part four and enjoys watching high schoolers kink shame David Bowie. Um, and they pointed out, I didn't realize this, because I had to look it up and I wasn't even sure if it was like I didn't look in my manga collection but apparently Josuke says that in part four he says my grandmother was hit by a car by the same car twice in a row or twice in the same day and she's fine um, mm. and they point out that that's a reference to Lisa Lisa spoiler alert is Josuke's grandmother technically and she was attacked by cars mm. and act, you know the character known as cars should I explain that further no. Okay. Um, so I appreciate that because that's, that's something I never even thought about. That, and I think that's like a big meme in JoJo's, but I, uh, I don't meme a whole lot. So thanks for that. I thought it was pronounced Mimi. I think it's Maymay. Okay. Uh, la, 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 what was I going to look up? Oh, we got another email here from Chad. It says, Sweet, sweet Pipe Dreams. It's very clever. Okay. Aloha all. Aloha. I missed the chance to share before the latest episode... But you all should explore Hawaii's local candy scene because we just have some crazy stuff that outsiders have a hard time dealing with. Mm. Just Google Hawaii crackseed stores. Trust me. Crackseed? Yep. One word. Oh, yeah. Last episode, we asked people to tell us their favorite candy. I heard crackseeds really uh, decimated Hawaiian communities in the 80s. You're thinking of crack, the drug that destroyed like er a lot of urban communities in continental America. That's right. My bad. Yeah. However, I also love candy corn and the autumn harvest mix made up of candy corn, Indian corn, and mellow creme pumpkins. What? <laughs> the best part about liking an unpopular seasonal candy is getting tons of it for cheap after the holiday has passed. Also, I love that one painting of a pipe too. This is my favorite derivative of it. And it's a GIF. And it says, Senipa un GIF. Mm. And it's not animated. That's very funny. Uh, it's just a regular GIF. Great job getting so many awesome guests. Keep up the great work. Mahalo, Chad. Wait, Chad, are you still, are you okay? 
No one, I don't think anyone, I think one person was hurt by the volcano. Chad's in Hawaii. Was that obvious? Um, I think they have like one injured person now. That's true. A lot of property damage. I don't think though. it was Chad though because he, uh, he's writing into us. Still writing. He seems fine. Maybe it's all he can do now. Now that, now that his body's been burnt to a crisp. No. Just his texting finger. Chad is fine. Yeah. His texting finger. <laughs> you have nine other fingers. No, he only has one left. Oh. The rest oh. of it got burnt to a crisp. I was zoning out. I don't like when you talk. It's made of bacon. <laughs> uh, this is one from Luca called Clarifications. It's a bit of a response to our response oh. to his email earlier. And generally speaking, I don't really like going back and forth, but this has some interesting... This is not a conversation. No, this has some interesting new, inf- uh, new information. You know, because I don't want people to have to like go back and listen to the other episode to stuff. Uh, not that we're not full of stupid running jokes. Um, anyway... Hey guys, I wanted to clear some things up. When I first read that, I was like, oh no, (laughs) what did we do? In my last email, I said that candy wasn't common in Scotland and you guys acted like I was crazy. So I'm (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) So I'm going to defend myself. I have a very different idea of what constitutes a quote candy, unquote. To me, candy is a very specific sugar-based sweet. Examples are licorice, jelly beans, lollipops, or rock candy. Ah. American English lumps chocolate and other things under the candy umbrella, which is what causes the confusion. In British English, you wouldn't call chocolate a candy, and chocolate is more prevalent than, quote, candy over here. Hence my comment. I'm not going to say that British English is correct. I'm just going to point out that the word candy comes from the French sucre candy, meaning crystallized sugar. Hold on. What? So, chocolate is not candy? Not to them, no, because they think of it as, like, sugar, like... So, is it just chocolate? Yeah. Okay. Or, well, I guess confectionery might be the whole umbrella. So, like... It's probably, like, chocolate... Okay. <laughs> I, I never thought to classify so it like that way. So like a candy bar is a candy bar. It's not. Or no, it's sorry. Not, it's, it's a chocolate, a chocolate bar. bar. There's no candy Which bar. might be like filled with pastry, I guess? Bread? <laughs> you what? know, when you get like a Snickers, it's like it's like a chocolate bar with nuts. Because it's not yeah. just a chocolate bar if you say that. A chocolate bar to me is like Hershey's. Yeah. You know? Right. Three Musketeers is, what is nougat? Define nougat. I Luca. think that's still a chocolate bar. Hmm. Chocolate bar with hidden secrets. I like, I I agree with you, Luca. All right. I think the so, British are... Why don't you just move to Great Britain? So Reese's is what? It's chocolate. It's just chocolate. With peanut butter stuffed inside of it and a lot of sugar. And it's great. Mm. I wish I had one. But it's not candy. But it's, it's not, not candy. It's not candy. Candy is like hard sugar shit. Yeah. Like Jolly Ranchers, I it bet. It has to be crystally. Mm-hmm. Are Airheads candy? Airheads are candy. Mm-hmm. Luca, do you ever have an airhead? If not, let's actually have a back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> How are you? You ever have an airhead? <laughs> and we, pa- we pause, like, what, Door of the Explorer? Was they mentioned that? Uh, uh-huh. Yes. Or just wait and It go. started with Blue's Clues. I know. It started oh. with Blue's Clues. I mean, like, it's probably even older than that, but. Mm, I think Blue's Clues started it. You don't think kids shows in, like, the no. 60s would do, like, Howdy Doody never stopped to go? Uh. No, they had no idea that no. people even watched them. Mm. No, it, was, it started with Blue's Clues. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Also, he, uh, he continues, also, my exams went well, except for one, but the teacher was a wanker, so whatevs. Thank yeah, you for asking. wankers, man. Yeah. <laughs> Wanker. I also feel your pain in regards to listening to comedy podcasts while in public. I usually listen to this podcast on a Monday morning, mostly Tuesday nowadays. <laughs> Rude. That's a shot at you, Mark. There's a winky emoji at the end, <laughs> so I recognize that. Also, shout outs to Mortar Panda for burning me so, so deeply on Twitter. <laughs> I just listen on the bus into school, so I'm usually laughing to myself on a quiet, groggy bus while getting looks, which is great for my reputation as a school weirdo. I'm also outside often because I do photography as a hobby and sort of a part-time job. Ooh. 
Uh, Luca, you have your Instagram. I don't know if you want me to plug it because anyway. So I, so I usually get looks for con- from concerned tourists. I live in a national park. Oh. As I chuckle to myself over the phrase thick daddies. <laughs> I'm sorry this email isn't even slightly JoJo related, but I feel your tangents are the best parts, Luca. I wonder if they have thick daddies in Britain. Oh, they do. They're everywhere. But do they, are, do they call them something else? Like thick pop, pop, papas? Uh-huh. <laughs> You don't even know what to say. So yeah, but like what's the, the somebody you know write in tell us the British translation for thick daddies. Speaking of the differences between British and American, I went to a soccer bar in Hoboken the other day. Wait, a what bar? A soccer bar. What the fuck is soccer? Football. You gotta Thank translate you. it. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> association football, specifically not American football. What's Miles is a soccer fan, which so- is weird. Soccer. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I feel like a lot of soccer culture in America, like, co-ops British things. So, like, they'll sing, like, they'll hate, like, the teams, they'll hate the rival team. And I can understand why those teams hate each other because they're, like, neighbors in London or whatever. But I don't understand why American fans hate the same rival teams in the same way because there isn't that geographic rivalry for us. But anyway. What's an example? Like, the team I like is called Tottenham, and their big rival is Arsenal, and they're from the same, like, they're from the basically the same North London neighborhood, and, like, they hate each other because they're right. neighbors for like whatever Met, Like Mets Yankees. But, like... But they're in England. There are a lot of Arsenal fans in America. They're a very popular team here, mm-hmm. and I don't really hate them because I just want people to talk to soccer, to yeah. talk to about soccer. But anyway, I went to this bar, and it was, like, 10 in the morning to watch this game because it's on British time, and... They're singing all like these like British inflected songs and they're yelling cunt a lot because I feel like oh. British people say that a lot. Yeah. But to hear it from an American mouth, it sounds so much harsher. Like yeah. it just did now probably. It's, it sounds, it was weird. I'll be honest. I didn't expect that. But like when you hear someone with a British accent saying it, it's like a little bit more yeah, urbane. Because they use it more generally. Yeah. Right. For us over here, it's like a deeply misogynistic it's like, word. <gasps> yeah. yeah. If you didn't know that, it's sort of like how we can say bugger and there's no problem at all saying bugger or bloody whereas in the united kingdom bugger literally is bugger really that bad uh you can't say it on tv i don't think maybe past the watershed hour whatever the fuck that is i know bloody for some reason is like because it refer- i believe it references um it's like biblical mm. i believe it has to do with the virgin mary and jesus mm. and whatever bugger means like someone who sodomizes so it's really? also kind of homophobic when you think about it but huh yeah bugger is like getting but loved Mm. Should I stop cursing? No. Yeah, don't say butt loved ever again. Fuck. Uh, thank you for the email, Luca. We appreciate the insight into your interesting culture or whatever. Um, <laughs> or whatever. Moving on. Sorry no, I dropped that no, C-bomb, babies. We, uh, no, we, I don't we care. appreciate it. I wasn't talking. I was talking to the listeners. When you say, <laughs> when you introduce yourself, which, did you ever, did I say that your name is Miles? Do we care? Yeah, do, we don't care, but I'm yes. just gonna. I'm just going to put cunt right over your name. People no. already know. That you're a <laughs> that you're a c word. <laughs> that is what I meant. Okay. Shoutouts to children. Speaking of children, children don't listen to this podcast. They uh, do. This is from Bizarre Buccaneer, <laughs> the the OG, the originator. Hey guys, it's called TV time, by the way. Hey guys, in the last episode, the manga and the TV have very different scenes they show. This is in reference to uh, the devil episode that we watched mm. um but i believe it's it's in reference specifically to the tv at the end where joseph tries to to figure out where dio is and all the tv yeah. shows start to mesh together 
due to copyright, most of the scenes are just random stuff they drew in the TV version. But in the manga, it goes from a Tom Petty album to The Godfather to just a cat to hmm. a Jeff Beck album, finishing with the character of Doraemon, a popular Japanese cartoon character, to keep the Garfield theme running, basically him. Thanks for all the laughs, and please play the cartoon Garfield theme alongside the Beatles song you probably picked out. Sincerely, Bizarre Buccaneer. I can't, I Why can't Garfield? do that. Why Garfield? Because he mentioned Garfield. Oh. I can't now. Oh, are, are listeners going to just mention, like, reference things so that we can do? <laughs> I can't take orders. You can't do that. You I guys can't. can't do that. <laughs> I appreciate the email, though. You don't, you can't control this. And I do like drawn cats, cartoon cats, more than I do in real life. You like cartoon cats more than real cats. Because I can't sneeze when I look at a real uh, cartoon True. cat. I think it depends on how they're drawn. <laughs> Depending on how they're drawn, I like cartoon cats. Right, better. like certain ink makes me sneeze. Um, anyway, oh. thanks for all your emails. If you want to email us uh, about whatever, you can email us at jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. Um, you can also tweet to us at JJBpod. Had some fun with people on Twitter over the last week or so. I just tweet things. Almost none of it was about JoJo because we have no new JoJo to talk about. Sad. Rest in peace. What about this podcast? Oh, yeah. Um, I think we should um, I, We should do the next arc as an anime. We should draw it. I think as soon as we do that, we will realize how niche our podcast actually is when the majority of people are like, what is this garbage? <laughs> <laughs> Millions of people write in. Why are you so bad? I don't do this for anybody else. I would do it do just... What? I would... I would I would do it for me. I would make my own dumb oh. anime for me. You just you you record this podcast and then play it over the Bluetooth speaker in our apartment and just laugh. Yes. Okay. Cool. Uh, this episode is about Yellow Temperance, which it's brought to you by nobody. Candy like Snickers. Um, so this episode actually begins with a recap. It shows the whole TV mm-hmm. scene basically, which. It's just funny because it just looks like Joseph just sees Dio and blows up the TV because Dio himself doesn't say anything. Like he thought that's what would hurt him. Like if you blew up the, like when you (laughs) get mad at a baseball game and you're like, oh, you idiot. Yeah. And you blow up the TV. (laughs) You're mad your team like dropped another ball. So you literally go and get C4 and like coat the TV with it and then plug in. uh, Anyway. Um, Mark started this episode by saying, I love this episode. So Mark likes this episode. Yeah. And while watching it, I was like, I pretty much just like the cherry stuff. (laughs) <laughs> That's what I like okay. about this episode. And I like one of Jotaro's ultimate techniques later. Um, but anyway, it recaps to show us basically the last episode. They said that Kakyoin is a traitor. That was the telepathic or the whatever clairvoyant message that Joseph got from the TV. And they're like, where is Kakyoin now? And they're like, he's with Jotaro somewhere. And Jotaro, Anne, and Kakyoin are walking down some Singaporean street. Why did Anne come with them? Uh, Anne likes Jotaro. They just I like think. hanging out with children. Oh, is yeah. that it? She, she's a They're person? also children. I don't oh, know. Yeah. I think so. She, when giant she's, children. When she's dreaming later, she just says his name in her sleep. Mm-hmm. She's in love with him. Yeah. Who isn't? Um, so th- he's so cool. The three of them are walking. Kakyoin's in the back, and he's just looking menacing, especially because there's sound effects in the background that indicate when someone is menacing. Mm-hmm. They're saying, go, 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 go. And his eyes are like dark. Why show when you can tell? Right. Uh, well, it's a comic book, so anyway. Um, <laughs> they get really explicit later, but like they like they spell things out for you when they really don't need to. Um, and they're walking, and then so Anne sees a stand, and she was like, she, "Wait, she sees a stand? 
No, not that kind Enemy of Enemy stand? No. No. Like like a, a friendly beach, stand. A beach bar. Jackie's wobbling stand. her shoulders like that means anything. It's like the beach banana stand, stand in Arrested Development, except it's coconuts. Yes. So she but she asked for ice cream and the guy's like, We don't have ice cream. This is obviously a coconut stand. You can have coconut. So He's like, <laughs> obviously, how fucking stupid are you? What are you, a little girl? Yeah. <laughs> And his hair is all the way spiked up like he's uh, Super Saiyan. Uh, or a stand user. He kind of looks like Duck King from Fatal Fury. If you're not aware of who that is, don't worry about it. That's You'll be a fine. ridiculous name. Duck, Duck King. He Little ducklings actually come out when he does his victory. It doesn't post. seem very SEO friendly. Is he related to Darkwing Duck? Nope. He just break dances and has spiked up hair like that. Cool. Um, anyway, so she asked for some ice cream. He's like, nah, but here's some coconut juice. And, uh, he's like, and then Jotaro is like, oh, I'll have one too. And we'll actually, we'll make that, make that three basically. So they each can get, have some coconut. And, uh, the guy's like, that'll be $12. And Anne is like, make it six. She just demands like a 50% <laughs> discount. She's a haggler. Yeah. That's but like, quite the haggle. She, but she's like, cuts it in half. Yeah, you've um, got to frame when you're negotiating. You've got to you've got to frame it in the right. This guy's way. life is selling coconuts. How rich does she think he is? Richer than she is. Mm, that's true. She's a child. Mm. But it's Jota of money. She's Whatever. A, she's a street urchin. She's trying to wow. be helpful. Wait, is that really a phrase? Street urchin. Yes. Yeah. Because a sea uh, urchins are in the sea. That must be a corruption of sea urchin. Mm. Unless there's land urchins. Anyway, sorry. Anyway. Um, I just so, want to say that if if I asked for ice cream and I was offered coconut juice, I would be deeply disappointed <laughs> because I love ice cream and I hate coconut juice. I like coconut. I don't like coconut juice, actually, yeah. I think on a hot day, coconut juice is nice. And it's nice to eat out of a coconut, to, to drink out of a coconut. I like raw coconut, just like the pieces inside a coconut. They're actually really good and not very sweet. It, I think almost all coconut is bad. Oh, I like coconut. You're out of your mind. But I think I'd like, I wouldn't actively be like i want a coconut right now it would have to be like there's kind of nothing else and we're like at on a beach or something and there's a coconut stand and then i would, I would your dad let me my, try coconut for the first time my dad loves coconut and i didn't realize i was like oh raw coconut's really good and i, I also want it so i can use a machete i think someone someone said once that coconuts are a dad thing and i i agree only because my dad really likes coconuts and so oh. i feel like are coconuts big in cuba or not really probably Probably. I don't know. Wait, are do all palm trees bear coconuts? Uh, Is that... I don't know, but a palm seed? Maybe? A lot of them do. There's so much we don't know. I don't know. Also, was the person who told you this Caribbean or from an area where palm trees grow or just in general? No. Is it a dad thing? Really? No. They were like American. Just I don't regular think my, American. Whatever you mean by that. I don't think my dad has opinions on coconuts. Can you call him right now and ask? He's, he's definitely asleep. Really? He's a... He's an early riser, early better. Okay. Anyway, we don't need to ask him. Coconuts. I'll, I'll text him. Anyway, so <laughs> Kakyoin goes to pull out his wallet. Wait, wait, wait. I need to know. Do we know like what, what they actually agreed on? Like, Did they pay 12 or did they pay 6? Yeah, you never see the end of the haggle, really. I think Kakyoin was ju- is just defeatist and was like, I'm just going to give $4. Like, whatever. No, it was Jotaro who was paying. Oh, but Kakyoin got his wallet stolen. Was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe Kakuin just assumed they were going to go Dutch on this and that Jotaro wasn't going to pay for him. I thought it was Jotaro's wallet and that got stolen. No, Kakuin claims that it's his wallet. Or, well, not Kakuin, but, you know. Yeah. All right. This is the second time in the series where we see someone's wallet get stolen. What's the first time? Uh, 
Joe. Are you thinking of part four? Oh, that one. Yeah. Which one? Yeah. Uh, Well, he's thinking of New York when Joseph's wallet gets stolen by Smokey. Oh. But also at the end of part four, uh, Josuke steals Joseph's wallet. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Do you think that's a reference to part two in New York when he gets the wallet stolen? Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. We've probably talked about it. Anyway. Um, and then Josuke gets uh, beat up by pig-like New York cops. That, that was the real giveaway at the end of part four. Mm. And then there's Coca-Cola. Uh, so, you know, yeah, Kakyoin's wallet gets stolen by some random ruffian. Yeah, some dude runs by, steals the wallet, he starts running. Uh, and Kakyoin chases after him with, with Hierophant Green, right? Yep. Yeah, Kakyoin shoots Hierophant Green out. Briefly, which is kind of confusing. It's weird because he doesn't go up his butt. Yeah, he that's, just trips him. <laughs> that's how you know it's fake. Yeah. Um. So, Cock, so Hierophant Green comes out, trips the guy. Kakuman then walks up to him, and so this is confusing to me. Okay, why? I, after like thinking about it just now, knowing what happens, how does he use have his stand? stand? Yeah. yeah. So we'll get into it, but I'm not sure if this guy clones things or just imitates it and he can make anything out of his yellowness. Anyway. Um, so he's like Ditto, the Pokemon. Yeah, everything has his face. Um, <laughs> and has Kakuman already been weird in this episode? Because he makes some ridiculous faces in this episode. I don't think he's been weird yet. Okay, so Kakuman is really mad at this guy and uses some very, very vulgar language. Um, he said he says something like he compares him to a sewer cockroach dick. Yeah, he says something. you're more worthless than a sewer cockroach's dick. Which to me, like sewer cockroaches, should be like I'm here because my father had a dick. How dare you? Mm. I don't think they do have dicks, do they? They must. I think everything has a dick. Uh, <laughs> wh- um. No, that's it. End of <laughs> end of sentence. Not going to correct it. Um, he says some really mean things. He punches him in the face and says, "I want you to." cough up your gu- your guts and choke on them at one point. Hmm. Um, and then, so he like hits him in the face. Does he mean spill his guts, like tell him his secrets? No, he doesn't mean that. Oh. Uh, then he picks the guy up over his back yeah. and starts trying to like break his back. And he's like, Oda, Oda, He tries to break his back Oda. over his shoulders for yeah. some reason. It's like a wrestling thing. Yeah. yeah. And at one point we see Anne and she's like, a backbreaker? She's like, what a flashy move or whatever. What a ridiculous no, move. No, So Josaro is like, dude, he's going to die. You're going to kill him. And then Anne is like, uh, what did she say? She says backbreaker in English. Yeah, she says, oh, this is a backbreaker. This is like really fucked up is basically what she says. She, yeah. doesn't, she doesn't say that, but she's like basically spelling out that Kakyoin is being a bad Dude, she says uh, backbreaker in English because it's like a wrestling. She move. she called him vicious. She said that's a vicious move, uh, and he's using foul language. Like she points out, she's like he's using foul language. Yeah, he he says some really creatively disgusting things in this episode. I thought he was gonna break his back over his knee like Bane did to Batman. Spoiler alert! Oh my god! Um, so Jotaro has to finally. He's not listening to him when Jotaro says stop doing that. Yeah, he has to come over there and push Kakuin and throw this guy to the ground. He just pushes them apart. And Kakyoin asks, like, why did you push me? Um, and Jotaro just kind of grills him, like, what the fuck is up with this guy? Yeah. And then Kakyoin kind of talks to him all weird. He calls him, like, Jotaro-kun, like, fucking with him. Mm-hmm. And he sips from the coconut with both straws, which is rude in case someone wanted to share that coconut juice with him. Um, no, they each got their own coconut. Then why do they have two straws? Is it so you can get maximum coconut juice? You can drink out of two straws. But then why? I don't know. I would never drink out of two straws. First of all, straws are bad for the environment. First of all, 
Wow, I didn't know that. Second of all, they, it does feel good to drink out of two straws. Maybe it's just there for fun. Uh, they also noticed at one point a Kabutops, a rhinoceros beetle. No, Kabutops before- is the Pokemon. Kabuto, I think, is. Yes, I know. I just wanted to say Pokemon. Before oh, we get it's there. It's Pokemon. Thanks. Before we get there, though, uh, he is like... What? Oh, never mind. You're right. You're right. We get to the... Yeah, just the in the middle of like this weird conversation they have where Jotaro is kind of like, the hell is up with this guy? They're like, look, beetles. Yeah, kids are like, like excited to see rhinoceros beetles. They're like, it's the beetles. Right. The uh, They're having beetle mania over by the tree. Uh, this just in, my dad doesn't really like coconut. Hmm. So. Interesting. You texted your dad to ask? Yeah, I said I would. Did he ask you why you ask? No. I Dude, d- now he's going to think you're getting him a gift or something. <laughs> no, he 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 doesn't think that. He doesn't think that? <laughs> no. Why would you So Miles, what does he think? What does he think? Te- probably text some weird questions all the time. And my dad doesn't he would he would never question me questioning him. He would just be like he would just answer. <laughs> He'd be like he's a reporter. <laughs> when I was in, when I was in college, I told my dad to change his AIM screen name. I don't know why he even had AIM, but I I told him to change his screen name to Laser my last name. And he just did it. And th- yeah, I think I remember that. <laughs> he was just like, oh, okay. And he just did. Yeah. Why'd you tell him to do that? It was funny. Okay. So if you told your dad to like coconut, he'd be like, all right. And then he just is eating no, coconut next time he came over. Changes preferences. Like He's just that. vomiting into a trash can because he hates coconut that much, but you make <laughs> him do it. Um, so there's kids liking a beet, like a bunch of beetles, because they are cool. Rhinoceros beetles is are, they are cool. They're like interesting looking. I've never seen one. And they're like you can see all their details, so they're less scary to me. You know, big bugs in some ways are like that's not true. Do you like big bugs? <laughs> I like big bugs. Um, I didn't. I I uh, was surprised that anyone knew what type of beetle they were. So I don't know if it's like a Japanese kids thing or what, but like bug collecting and exotic bug hobbying seems to be a thing in Japan. Bug collecting is a thing in like old 90s No, like movies. collecting and raising them. Oh, like that's weird. There's YouTube channels that I've seen where people collect rainbow beetles or stag beetles or Hercules beetles. Or I don't know if YouTube beetles. is a reflection of the culture at large. Yeah. But there's a bunch. There's a bunch of okay. videos. I saw them on. The also, internet. later in JoJo's, there is a pretty big arc, a pretty big not arc, but pretty big like chapter set or battle involving uh, bug fighting, like cockfighting with bugs. Hmm. Um, that's in a much later part. Um, Thanks for spoiling it. No problem. We'll never get there. Um, so, I assumed it was just like Araki nerdiness, where everyone just knows obscure things. Well, all right, hang on. Insects provide insight into Japanese culture. What? Do only Japanese people collect beetles as pets and adore fireflies? Do you fancy bugs? What is this website? I like fireflies. I like Uh, fireflies too. Yeah, some people consider these big bugs to be pets in Japan. This article is weird as fuck though, so I don't even know if I could really listen to it. Um, Sorry, I'm feeling off today. Feeling really weird. You look really weird. Thanks. Have you gone outside at all today? Yep. To do what? Oh, I got my car back. Oh, good. It looks great. It looks like a new car. Ooh. And I got... Here was my day. Okay. I woke up mm-hmm. after getting like six hours of sleep, which wasn't that bad because I forgot I had a doctor's appointment, but I've been getting like five hours of sleep before that. Did you go to the doctor? So, yep. So I felt really fucked up. What kind of like... Uh... A podiatrist. I see a podiatrist. Okay. Because I have fucked up feet. 
And uh, you guys know Dio's shoes in part three where they're just like Aladdin shoes? Mm-hmm. That's what I have to wear because my shoes, my, my actual feet curl up like that. Um, anyway, so it's like right next door. I can just walk there. So I just woke up in like a funk and I drank Listerine by accident. Oh Meaning I was using Listerine because I didn't feel like brushing my teeth for that brief moment because the plan was go to the doctor and then take a nap. So I got up, I accidentally swallowed Listerine for I think the first time in my life, which I got to be honest, kind of makes your breath feel really fresh. Because <laughs> then the whole like air passageway or the whole throat is really cleaned up. You start breathing fire Listerine. But were you worried? Did you have to call poison control or anything? Oh, it's just a minor amount. It's just you like could alcohol, probably right? you could drink like a fucking cup full of Listerine and be fine. Drink a bottle. Okay, I don't think you should do that though. I'm not saying to do that. Please don't do that. But um, the human body can withstand a lot. Just look up Shoe Nice, that guy on YouTube who drinks like wood glue and stuff for fun. I don't. No, I don't want to do that. He had to go to the hospital a few times, so don't. Oh, yeah. He just drinks a bottle of Everclear in a video once. That's not good. No. That's a good way to die. That's alcohol poisoning. Anyway, my day wasn't like that. Um, then I go to the foot doctor and I'm like, all right, I'm going to come home and sleep for like another hour and a half. And then I lay in bed and I couldn't fall asleep. And I was like, oh no. And then I fell asleep for three hours <laughs> or three hours more than I wanted to. So maybe more. So I feel weird. Um, anyway, hmm. that wasn't that interesting a story. So just pretend that something crazy at the end happened, like a bus drove into another car and I just watched it happen. Okay. All right. All right. Wow. Wow. Anyway. Um, so this episode of Naruto, uh, features no. Sasuke and I don't really know any other characters. So names. there's this beetles in the tree. Yes. Ah! <laughs> I almost dropped something. I'm sorry. Jackie almost dropped her phone. Uh, Jackie, I caught it, it though. If you were out in public like alone and you dropped your phone, would you make the same noise? Yes. Yeah. 100%. I'm the same way at work. I was like showing somebody something and this is somebody who doesn't know my sense of humor and I was like, yeah, and then this, and then this. And then I dropped something off a desk, and I went, oh, no, <laughs> in that voice. And then it was just like, anyway. Um, so, so yeah, they see these beetles. And Joe thought I was like, what the fuck is with Kakuma? But he walks away. He's like, come on. Um, and Anne walks after Jotaro, but then stops and sees Kakuma and is still lagging behind. He's at the tree. And she's like, Kakuma, and Jotaro is up ahead already. And Kakuma is just like, with his back to her, just like, jamming his head like in between his hands like he's eating something really ferociously and all these gross like wet chomping noises are being made um and she's like wow you must love coconut juice and then he turns around and there's just like the leg of a rhinoceros beetle sticking out of his mouth Mm. do you remember when i made that joke like uh it was the band the beetles it was a couple maybe a minute or two ago no i remember that's pretty funny right no uh and she's like oh my god was that the beetle is he eating a beetle or no and she's like no it must have been like a coconut fiber or something mm-hmm. um but it was definitely a beetle you guys he pretty much is like that was definitely a beetle <laughs> um i don't remember what he says jackie if you do but what, what he does no what does he say he's just sort of like yes i love it i think he's like i love coconut i love them uh yeah and she gets like really freaked out and runs up and grabs Jotaro's arm nobody likes coconut that much um dad's not my dad okay not your dad Mark, can you text your dad? No, I'm not doing that. Okay. We talked earlier today. He says, do you use AAA? And I was like, yeah. So was this a question out of the blue? Yeah. See, people ask people questions out of the blue. Oh, he followed it up later. It was about like paying for it and stuff. So it was a conversation. It wasn't just like a, a question with no follow-up. I'm going to pretend your dad is staring at his phone right now. Just like, what? 
<laughs> Where's the rest of it? What else? Um, now what? You're going to get a follow-up text like an hour later. But if you have a coconut for me, like I'll eat it. <laughs> I, I hope you like ship him 10 raw coconuts. No, we, we don't get each other things. Oh, that's Aww. nice. That's why you should definitely do it. And my suggestion was 100% realistic. Okay. Um, at some point, Jotaro says to Kakuin, maybe it's, maybe it's as they walk away from the beetle tree. He says, anyway, the old man, Joseph, and Abdul think we should take a, a car, right? No, we should take a, uh, a train, but we have to take a to cable India. car. Yeah. He had to get to India, and he's like, well, we have to take a train car to get there, or a cable car. Also, Jotaro is like really, like, dude, what the hell? And uh, Kakuin is like, don't. Think- oh, yeah. Don't think too much about it, dude. I'm just like in a bad mood. You're overthinking it. And Jotaro uh, says, seeing to me, you were feeling pretty good. And then they kind of stare at each other. Which down. I don't get. I don't know. Yeah, it must be a bad translation. I think it was like, oh, yeah, you, you, you say you were in a bad mood, but you seemed like you were pretty, like, like you were enjoying it. You were, enjoying it. Like you were you having were, fun hurting that person. Yeah. Oh. You think in, like, I was thinking that maybe in Japanese he was saying, like, well, you look good. Oh, mm. and you think that's why they stared at each other? Yeah. Oh, also, when Kakyoin eats the beetle, his when he goes to swallow it, his pupils shrink really small. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, he makes this horrified face, and I'm kind of mm. like, is this the guy's first time eating a beetle? Because <laughs> it's almost like we're supposed to believe he'll just eat anything, but if Nate looks around, he's like, oh, God. She's like, oh, that's that's not good. This is disgusting. <laughs> um, so they get close to the, or they get to the cable car station, and they have ice cream, probably yes. because Anne wanted to, or Joe thought it was a huge ice cream fan. Oh yeah, where did they get the ice cream? Did the, the, the coconut turn into ice cream? Have you never been to, what? Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know, it's JoJo's. Oh, the okay. coconut can turn into ice cream. An alien True. came up with a briefcase and was like, here's some ice cream. Um, and I gotta tell you, I love ice cream. Ice cream's pretty great. I haven't had it in a while because I'm trying to avoid confectionaries. Is that what that is? Mm-hmm. I no, think I, think, it... I think ice cream is candy. No, it's oh, no. not. Is it chocolate? <sighs> if it's chocolate ice cream, it's chocolate. Uh, I keep saying uh, by the way. Do I do that uh, generally, or is this like new? I think a lot of people say uh. uh I think a lot of people say uh. <laughs> uh. Da na na na. Oh, I don't want to use that song. Let's not talk about it. I think a lot of people say yeah. Say <laughs> yeah. I have to listen to that. It's good. Is it really good? Is it like Kanye's other... We're talking about Pusha T's new album or EP, Daytona. Is it like Kanye production of his own stuff where it's just a bunch of songs strung together in like a medley, like you're t- turning the knob on a radio? No, I would say that was only really Life of Pablo. Okay. It was really like that. But no, it's it's like very focused and super good. Oh, good. Okay. It's only 21 minutes long. It's an EP. They could be that short. It's really good though. Oh. Hey, do you want to hear another story about EPs? So, no. Nine Inch Nails, uh-huh. uh, who I'm a little mad at, but okay with. <laughs> um, so not only did I wait on the line in the rain for three hours to only hear that, you know, they ran out of tickets way too fast. And then they were like, we're doing online sales at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And I went, cool. And then at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I went online and I looked at the websites and they were like, 10 a.m. local time. No. And I was like, What? So Eastern Standard Time tickets have been on sale for three hours and I didn't know. So I'm not going to see them in concert. What assholes. Um, But online, apparently they're putting out a new EP. He's only really been putting out EPs the last few years. And someone on on forums, they're like, why are you putting out an EP? And just like a username, not necessarily the front man or only man, Trent Reznor, just like a username having to do with Nine Inch Nails was like, well, we're doing it as as an album. We're calling it an album, not an EP on like Spotify and stuff because they bury EPs and singles. 
but it's like new music from us, so we're calling it an album. And someone was like, that's bullshit. Like EPs are short, albums are like a certain length. And I don't know who this representative of Nine Inch Nails is, but let's, let's, you know, let's be honest. The real reason why it's so short is because of lack of inspiration. And it turns out it was Trent Reznor and he added the person and said, suck my entire cock. It was Trent Reznor. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. I think that's really funny. Whoa. Just this like 50 year old man <laughs> telling probably some teenager, <laughs> whatever. Um, yeah, he's an Oscar winner too. He's an Oscar winning uh, sad man. Who's telling teens to suck his cock. Trent Reznor has a child named Lazarus Echo. It's a dumb name. His child is Lazarus Echo. The other, one's name, the other one's name is like Dottie or something. I don't Little know. Lazzy. It's not as crazy. Parents out there, remember, some names are dumb. No. Give your kids unique names, but not Lazarus Echo. All right, I agree with Miles. <laughs> some names are dumb. Um, name your kid Flute. Uh, so oh, I think that's pretty. Flute? I think that's pretty. You can't name I a kid like Flute. Name too. <laughs> what? I kind of like it, yeah. Flute. Little Flute. Could we name our child Flute? No. Oh, no, wait, why? Why can't we name our child Flute? <laughs> it's such a cool name. We don't have a child. I, hypothetically, <laughs> if we have a child. Can, no. Any woodwinds? Can clarinet be a name? Oh, that's cute. <laughs> that is cute. Clarinet sounds cute. You know what it's doesn't? It's like Claire and Annette. Yeah, Claire Annette. True. Claire Ugh. hyphen Annette. Do you know how mad I'd be if I met someone and their name was Claire dash Clarinet? Claire Annette. Claire Annette. My name's Obel. That is sort of an insufferable name, though. It's the name of, like, a manic pixie dream girl. Claire Annette, yeah. I wonder if that's been done before. Anyway, I play the soprano Antoinette. So, they get, don't look at me. Uh, they're eating ice cream at the cable car, and... Uh, they have cherries on top of their ice cream, or Jotaro does. Jotaro has ice cream with a cherry on top. Wait, he's the only one with ice cream? Yeah. I don't know. I, th- I assume Anna has one because she's yeah, been wanting ice cream this whole time. You know, she's been like this whole time, like, where, where can we get ice cream? Right. Uh, but I guess Kakuen didn't have one because he asked Joseph if he could Jotaro, have it. Jotaro. Sorry, Jotaro if he could have his cherry. Yeah. And he just sort of takes it without waiting for the answer. And he mm. puts it in his mouth. But instead of swallowing, Miles, what does he do with the cherry? He, he says, goes like, <laughs> and it just like dances on his tongue. Like he's just kind of juggling this cherry around with his tongue. Like, and you can see it. It's so wait, awful. Is this a thing that people do? Yeah, what's happening? Here? No, what I don't think this? so. Is, I this, think is this him trying to be like, look at me, look at what I can do with my tongue? Is that what he's doing? I think he's just being an asshole because at this point he realizes the jig is up and he's just going to like fuck around. Because he gets weirder and weirder as, as this goes on. He, he says does. dumber shit. He drops the cherry. Yeah. And then puts it back in his mouth. Yeah, and eats it. Five or second rule. Almost eats it. Yeah, not when it's wet like that. They, a, sh- they show it being wet. It's or gross. like a subway or a cable car station. When it yeah. falls on the ground and he picks it back up and he puts it in his mouth, he grows a little bit. Yes, that's one thing. And they don't ask him about it. They just He just goes like, Zhoo. he just like grows a little bit. It's obvious to everyone but Jotaro. Yeah, because at this point, Jotaro's kind of figured it out. And Jotaro is like, you know, you get in the car first, uh, no, he doesn't say that. Or he says, you're getting in the car first. He's like, because I can tell you're possessed. Possessed. Get in the car and get out of here. Punches him with his real fist. Maybe because he doesn't want it to hurt so bad. But real fist? Yeah, not not his his stand fist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it knocks Kakyoin back, and they censor it with blackness in the episode. But it it cuts his like jaw open, like his whole jaw basically like splits open. So as though like his cheek is kind of ripped, Um, and he falls back into the cable car, and he's laughing, and he's like, "Possession isn't quite right." He's like, 
haven't you noticed I've been getting taller this whole time? And he gets up and he kind of bangs on the top of the, the car door to show like, here's how high mm. up I am. He also does again. Yeah, he does it with his jaw open. So it's like you can see his whole tongue now yeah, flapping all over the place. mouth is like cut open. It's disturbing. It would be disturbing if you saw this. Um, but he explains that he's not the real Kakyoin, right? And then um, when so, when does he explain everything? So he's like... No, so the cable car like goes and the and Anne is left behind on the platform. So Anne is on the platform. The two guys are in the cable car and they go. And then he's like, I'm yellow or my stand is yellow temperance. Uh, this is my true handsome face. And uh, so he reveals the the stand user is a very handsome shirtless man uh, with dark curly hair. Yeah, basically like the Kakyoin that we're seeing is like a shell. It's like a liquidy coating that's on this person and it like explodes off him for a second. We see that it's yellow color. Yeah, it's like a venom symbiote. Yeah, I guess so. Like, yeah, like in Spider-Man. And he kind of shows his face and says, yeah, look at my handsome face. Hand- handsome is in English. Mm-hmm. Um, and is this where Jotaro goes to punch him? Um, well, he also just starts telling, he's like, let me tell you about my stand. And he's like, the more it eats, the bigger it gets. Da-da-da-da. And it has no uh, weakness, No weakness. Jaktem yeah. wanai. Which yeah. is what Sheer Heart Attack has. They, they should really get together. Sheer Heart Attack and Yellow Temperance. Um, so then Jotaro goes to punch him. And I think he does hit him. No, he, I don't know if he does. He hits him, but some of the stuff, the like clone stuff, his stand, gets on Jotaro's finger. And it's just this yellow like gunk now stuck on his finger. And we see like blood coming out around it. Like it's like slowly eating away at Jotaro's flesh. And Yellow Temperance or... Okay, the guy inside is named Rubber Soul. He never introduces himself, oh. but in oh. interstitial it says his name is Rubber Soul. What is that a reference to, Miles? Um, rhino Beatles. No? Musically. I have no idea. Regular Beatles. Just the Beatles, yeah. The Beatles have an album called Rubber Soul. The Beatles. What songs are on Rubber Soul? I, I can't like tell apart the earlier albums that well. Oh, it's an early one? I think um, In My Life... I think there's that one. But I, I can't, I can't, like, I always mix up Rubber Soul and Revolver. Is there that one where he's like, I ate a beetle off a tree? Yeah. I ate several beetles. Yeah. Um, Great George R.R. R. Martin production on that. What? Yeah, George Double R. Martin was the Beatles producer. That's not true. Before he wrote, um... Where are you getting this nonsense? No, the Beatles producer's name is George Martin. Okay, good. Not George Double R. Martin. Okay. They have the same name, basically, though. Sort of like in that SNL sketch with the cowbell where he's like wow i can't believe we're being produced by bruce dickinson and i was <laughs> like bruce dickinson and i was like what is this weird iron maiden reference that they've snuck into snl and later they're like oh it's just a name we picked but bruce dickinson is the lead singer for iron maiden so this whole time i'm like is there some iron maiden jokes that i'm missing why is christopher walken being like that anyway never mind <laughs> and never mind delete that so anyway, while Anne is on the platform, she calls a uh, 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 fucking Joseph Jotaro's grandpa. She calls him. She calls him. Yes. Uh, yeah, she's yeah. like, hello, is this Jojo's grandpa? Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I don't know <laughs> your fucking name. Doesn't bother to know his name. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she calls him and she's like, some weird's going on. Kakyoin is possessed. Uh, but she's like, but then it's not Kakyoin. Yeah. And Jotaro has something on his finger and we're in a lot of trouble. And then she's like, but then real, but then she says, but Kakyoin got on the train. And I want to be like, you should clarify again. This is not really yeah. Kakyoin. And then Kakyoin walks in the room. <laughs> that was a sneeze. Jackie saw a cartoon cat that wasn't compatible. 
I don't, I'm not allergic to anything. Oh, wow. Jackie has no weaknesses. I have no weaknesses. I was correct. In my life, his own rubber soul. Very good. Um, so they're talking about it, and then Kakuin walks into the room and is like, into the room where Joseph and Abdul are, meaning in a hotel. Dun, dun, dun. And he's like, did someone say my name? And they're like, Kakuin's here. And they're like, where have you been? And he's like, I was out at the pool with Jotaro. He was sunbathing. He says, I was sunbathing. And Joseph says, in your school uniform? And he's like, yeah. And? <laughs> and Joseph goes, okay, it's the real him. <laughs> Which I think is really funny. And apparently that whole thing is added for the anime. Because they wanted to explain where Kakuin was. Like, why wasn't he there? How is this clone replacing him? Because in the manga... Sorry, yeah, in the anime they do that. In the manga, it is never explained at all. Great job, Araki. So in the manga, it's just... they don't know, You don't know where the real one is? Yeah. He's like asleep or something. Yeah, because it makes you wonder. You're like, is Kakuin dead? Did, did, he, mm. did he murder Kakuin and replace him? God, I mm. wish... Um, so yeah, Kakuin's like, I'm right here. And Joseph's like, yeah, he's right here. I don't know who that is. Uh, so then we just, uh, leave Anne behind in the story or whatever. And it's Jotaro and, uh, Rubber Soul are talking. They're like f- kind of fighting. I think Jotaro falls out of the cable car. Or... No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, he falls out. Oh, we forgot that when they get to the cable car station before the whole ice cream thing, or no, during the ice cream thing, uh, fake Kakuin pushes Jotaro off the balcony. And he pulls yeah, and himself like, up. Just kidding. He says, oh, just yeah. kidding. He says, it's a joke. It's a joke. It's not uh, a funny joke. But yeah, here now, <laughs> bless you. In the cable car, I think Rubber Soul does the thing again where he explodes off the fake Kakuin and just talks to Jotaro directly and um, talks about the thing on his fingers a bit. And does he start expanding? Because I know the second cable car gets really weird. No, um, first Jotaro falls out of the cable car or jumps he, out. Oh, we don't know. We just see that Anne just says, and Jojo just jumped from the cable car and we just see him <laughs> flying out of the window. Bless you. Bless you. What's wrong with me? No, it's okay. Uh, Sneezy. What is wrong with you? Uh, What's wrong with me? So we don't know why he gets thrown out of the cable car or whatever, but he just gets thrown out and he uses... Um, I thought he fell. He. I thought he fell out on purpose. You, you think he jumped? Wait, hold on. She does say he jumped out of the cable I car. I think he jumped because he... I wrote I, falls. I, I, I don't really know. Yeah, I guess this guy isn't very strong. Rubber Soul doesn't really have punches. So, like, aren't cable cars scary? Yeah, we rode one in... Uh, Were you scared? In Tenerife. Um, no. It was cool, though. It was very big, so it had, like, 20 people on it. And I remember reading about it in, like, a tourism magazine, because I was scared before. I was like, what's this going to be like? And, um, or it was a website. We went up to a volcano. Yeah, we were going up to a volcano. Shout out to Chad. No, he's Chad is not like the ambassador to all volcanoes. He is now. He's on the Pacific Rim. We don't Chad, know. write in if you're the ambassador to all volcanoes. <laughs> Anybody else on the Pacific Rim, please write in and, and try to overthrow Chad. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we were going up in a cable car to the top of a volcano. And when I was reading about it online, they were like, the one fun thing is every time you transfer over at the pylons, you know, because it's not just one cable, you have to switch over these different things that hold up the uh, cable. Everyone in every language goes, ooh, as it happens. And they were 100% right. And I have a video of it somewhere. But basically, when you transfer over, the cable car kind of swings a little bit. And just everyone speaking German like, or Whoa. English and stuff, Spanish, just, everyone's like, ooh. And then you all laugh the first time. And then you it's laugh a universal. little bit the second time. And then it gets old. But uh, it was fun. It was fine. Yes. Um, there was a acid-like stand, though, eating people's flesh. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did it you gotta kill watch a dog? Out. A dog's head got ripped off. Ugh. By its owner. That's, I don't like that. Anyway, so Jotaro jumps out, I guess. I'm just learning this now. He jumps out of the cable car and grabs the ledge with Star Platinum and pulls himself up after a commercial. 
And he's then looking hmm. at the cable car. He tries to burn the... He has yellow stuff on his yeah. finger right. that he wants to get rid of. So he, first he tries to burn it with his lighter, and that only makes it spread more. Yeah, because this thing has no weaknesses. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, maybe cold will work. And he looks back at the cable cars, and he sees a little boy eating a popsicle. In a yeah, different cable car. And I was sad because I was like, oh, he's going to steal this kid's ice cream. What a jerk. I know. And the way the kid acts it, I feel so bad for him. But he does say, I'll buy you one when we hit the ground. This episode like, is all oh, about dirty. ice cream. Yeah. This is the ice cream episode. That's right. Have I mentioned I love ice cream? You have. What's your favorite flavor? <sighs> Vanilla. Why are you serious? <laughs> no, you know what I really like? I like... Um, mango i like vanilla though guys my favorite i also like vanilla it's my okay fa- if you like vanilla i love ice cream cake <laughs> ice cream cake i love a carvel I ice cream cake i don't like ice cream cake i, love I like cream cake. i like ice cream and i like cake but i think that cake should be cake and ice cream should be ice cream. disagree yeah. no. I, I get rid of cake that to me is like saying <laughs> brownies brownies should be brownies and ice cream should be ice cream and the two together are the best food on the planet never shell What's the brownie tiny? ice cream like the things you get at like applebee's or whatever and they just give Those you like, like a oh, that's, that's ice cream volcanoes. with brownies in it on top of it uh well yeah it's they just like, slap a, yeah the two together are great it's the crunchies i like in ice cream cake but ice cream cake is not cake it's just ice cream in the shape of a cake it's that's not a, true it's there's a lie. there's cake in there isn't there isn't there no it's a lie no there's cake in some no. ice cream cakes not like not like the crappy carvel shop right i love those don't you dare no i'm saying no. but the but there are like fancier ice cream cakes that have real cake in them okay all right maybe i just haven't had the good ice cream cake also choco tacos what? I am. I've talked about this recently with people. I am not a Choco Taco person. What is my, my this? brother was. What's Choco Taco? It's like a racist. Um, no, what? it's. A, <laughs> it's just like I was thinking the same thing. It's a ice cream bar kind of thing. It's almost like a Klondike bar, but imagine it in the shape of a taco. Yeah, but the taco itself is ice cream cone. Mm. Yeah. So instead of the, that waffle cone style, it's yeah. like a hard shell taco. Do you? Is this one of those things like you buy it in, from an like ice cream a, truck? From an ice cream truck. Okay. I've never Two things seen you buy in an ice cream truck: ice cream and cocaine. What is that a thing? Probably. Yeah. Oh, there are definitely stories of like ice cream trucks getting cocaine. Why do you say definitely? I've never heard of that. Well, I mean, it makes as, sense. You're not very worldly, Mark. I, 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 I have guess to say not, that to considering there's, this probably happens within New Jersey. A lot and you of just stuff you don't know about. I guess so. And um, Sounds like some really depressing shit I don't know about. Yeah, I'm going to tell you about all of it. Yeah, tell me about the dark, seedy underbelly of uh, continental America. There's, um, there's racism here. No. Where? It's true. I haven't seen it. I lifted up all the couch cushions and there was no racism under there. <laughs> it, it's it's not really a, like it's, a cockroach. It's not really a problem anymore. The news media. We, we had a black president. Yeah. That stuff is over. All the way. Um, this has been Political Podcast. Pretty hard-hitting stuff. Yeah, really, really <laughs> specific <laughs> solutions. Making fun of people who don't believe in racism. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will, I will do that until I'm dead. Yeah. Make fun of people who don't think it's a real problem. Um... Regardless, ice cream wise, <laughs> let's, what, let's what, ice cream, what ice cream flavor is the most racist? It's just like we we took like you know on the plane they have that like accelerator thing that you push forward and back like one is more power. It's like we went from like serious like offensive dividing topics and pulled it all the way back to zero with ice cream talk. The most racist ice cream flavor though is probably <laughs> to say something awful, but I wasn't going to. Um, I don't know. Is there such a thing? I don't know. I can't. I, I'm sure like next time we're at like a Cold Stone or Dairy Queen, I'll be like, that's racist. That's something. 
I can't even match it. Probably that one that's Mexican and it's it's bean flavor. That one's really bad. Uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, Also, in terms of Japanese shit, uh, I like green tea ice cream and mochi. No, mochi's okay. I fucking love I love mochi. mochi. It's, it's, okay. Okay. it's it's I don't know. They sell it at Trader Joe's. They also sell it uh, at Japanese supermarkets. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, they also do like thing where you get ice cream with the red beans on it, like the sweet red beans they put on stuff, the red bean paste. It's so good. I didn't think I would like it. If you know me, you wouldn't think I would like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't eat beans until I started dating Jackie. That's just true. <laughs> And the two are unrelated. That's funny. I just started eating beans the day we met. Um, I'm very picky. And I looked at beans when I was a kid and I was like, no, not happening. And my parents weren't eating beans all that much. So it was never a problem. Um, so I, I like an ice cream sandwich personally. Anyway. Beans are really good for you. Uh, chocolate chip mint is good. Cookie dough is good. Brownie batter. I don't like cookie dough. <gasps> That's my favorite. Uh, so Jotaro sees this kid with just a regular ass blue basic bitch uh, popsicle. Yes. And he jumps into that cable car. He rips the door off with Star Platinum. And nobody reacts, really. That Yeah, that was like, that's the most, uh, I think, unrealistic thing about this episode. I think oh. everything else is really like, right. I, was, I was actually really surprised watching this episode. I, I made note of it that nothing was like, I, I didn't think there was anything so weird in this episode that I was going to be, that I was going to come on this podcast and be like, what the fuck is the deal? Can I, with can I say something that makes no sense to me? Okay. I know it's supposed to be creepy the way Kakyoin, a.k.a. Rubber Soul, eats those beetles, but he didn't have to eat those beetles. Like, later we just see him absorb things with his stand, like his flesh just That's eats true. at it. That's true. He wanted to taste them. It doesn't just, even help. He just likes beetles. It, yeah, it just goes into his body. Why would he do that? Anyway. He must like them. He could just or, shove it into his pocket and let the flesh absorb it. You know? Or he was trying to, like, creep him out. I just, guess. You know how sometimes when you're trying to creep someone out, you eat a beetle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... So, yeah, the, so Jotaro finally gets in. The dad... And no one reacts. The dad does not wake up from his nap in the cable car. When the whole thing shakes... The big brassy lady doesn't do anything. The kid is just like, huh. Brassy. Yeah, what do you brassy. mean by brassy? Uh, I just... John Mulaney once referred to drag queens as having a brassy personality, and I just think of big ladies who are loud now as brassy. Hmm. Huh. I guess I'm just thinking of tubas. Is that a cute name for a kid? Tuba? Yeah, uh, t- Tuba Gooding Jr. Tuba. Shut up. <laughs> I think... To be. I think you can call her to be. To be? To be yeah. continued is the uh, way this episode ends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, by the way, someone wrote, someone, one of our writers, I think Figgis Fittis, uh, said, one What of are our, you? One of our writers. <laughs> one of our writers. <laughs> you know, our, our this writers. This show is 100% scripted. Nothing is, <laughs> nothing is off the cuff. Um, one of our listeners wrote in and, and uh, asked what we're going to do for multi part episodes. Like, are we going to do like we would try in part four where we would watch them all together? But. We didn't do that really. We started doing that where we would watch like parts one and two in the same podcast session. There's too much to talk about. And then we would just get like really tired. Yeah, we'd have like three hour podcasts. It was bad. So no, we're probably just going to do one episode at a time. And you'll be cliffhanged just like everybody else. Wait, no. Sorry. You'll be hanging on the edge of a cliff. No no one's going to be murdered. Uh, so Joe, <laughs> so this fucking popsicle. Sorry. <laughs> Jotaro asked the kid, can I borrow your popsicle? And the kid's like, Okay. And he's like, I'll buy you one when we get down to the ground. And the kid has the, the kid proceeds to probably have the worst day of his life. Yeah. He is not concerned about the rest of this popsicle thing. No. No, he would still want it. I think that if he had an ice cream at the end, things would be a little better. If he didn't have an ice cream at the end, he would probably jump off a bridge. I think that's. No, I I already am surprised he's still with us. (laughs) At the end of this day, he's like, a dog died and I never got my ice cream. Exactly. Those two things. What if he went to like a, a strip mall? 
and the dad bought a dog at the pet shop and ice cream on another one. You know, just go down the strip mall and just True. buy everything. That would fix everything. I don't, I don't buy him a bunch of new memories for the day because he's scarred irrevocably. The dog's name yeah. is Pocky. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah, I think that's a cute name for a dog. Pocky? And, and, and a baby. Yes. No, you can't name a child Pocky. <laughs> no, I think that's cute. Pocky and Rocky is like a retro game. I forget what system it's on. Genesis, maybe? And then if you have a second child, you can name him Tupacky. Stop it. <laughs> uh, so Jotaro takes the ice cream and puts it against the, uh, the stand that's on him, the goo. And it doesn't work anyway. The yellow temperance. And it does kind of freeze it or it reacts to the cold and it just shoots out a bunch of needles. As, almost as though it's creating like uh, stalactites or whatever. Icicles. Or stalagmites. That's right. Um, so he's like, nothing works on this thing. It does have no weaknesses or whatever. And then the old lady in the car, the, like the brassy lady. Yeah. The brassy, sassy lady. Is yeah. She's like, not that old. She's like, uh, it won't work. And she just starts grabbing her boobs while she talks. Yeah. She's just squeezing her left tit. It's weird. Why does she do that? Um, okay. So here's my question. I think that's, I think this guy is just a fucking weirdo and we can, we can, just can't explain his behaviors. Is, does, does, does. Yellow temperance have to clone people or can it just be anything? Is this a real woman? If it is a real woman, are you telling me that he came in this cable car, threw this woman off, and then cloned her? And these people, the the boy and the father, didn't notice anything? Did he somehow jump into the cable car and they didn't notice? Because one one was sleeping and one was enamored with the ice cream? Has he somehow cloned himself and this fat lady he made up is on the cable car from the beginning? How did this happen? Do you understand my problem? Yeah, these are yeah. good questions. Oh, no, so he didn't have to kill her because he's also cocky at the same time. So, but he could be a clone of her, like he saw her in the cable car station, I guess, and then cloned her, or did he just make up this lady? Then he's like, I'm gonna make a lady and she's gonna grab her own boobs. <laughs> when she's she gonna talks. have a bowl cut. She's, she's bowl gonna cut. wear a tubey dress. So she says, yeah, hot and neither hot nor cold will work. Jotaro, and then he's like, "What the fuck?" And the her face like explodes to reveal that she's goo as well, and underneath is rubber sole. And he's like, "Guess who's back?" And then uh, there's a dog underneath her, underneath her side of the bench. Pocky, and just the Pocky. the goo that rubber sole has around him starts seeping onto the dog. And he's explaining like, "When I eat things, I become bigger and stronger." Or he already said that. And then we see that the dog is being eaten. And the guy across, who I think is the boy's dad, is like, my Pocky, like referring to his dog. And he starts yanking on the leash to pull him off. And Jotaro's like, don't do that. It's dangerous. And then the dog's head comes off. And is this, is this dog victim number one for Stardust Crusaders, I mean? Uh, for this arc. I think so, yeah. I think so. Yeah. So now we're up to, in the whole series, I think 80 dogs? <laughs> yeah. I think we're on number 80. Probably. Uh, so they talk for a minute, and then Rubber Soul just kind of explodes a bunch of yellow temperance all over the cable car and like a bunch of different parts of it are touching Jotaro now and it's really bad. But then Jotaro gives this speech where he's like, he throwback. Calls, he, calls jo- he calls Jotaro a redneck for some reason. Yeah, he does. Well, he uses like a term that means like a country boy, I guess. Mm. And he also says like, you can't run unless you cut off your right hand. Ha 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 ha, blah, 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 blah. And that's it. And then Jotaro says, I have one technique left to do. He's like the Cujo family. One strategy left. And then he's like, no, I'm not really influenced by my father. He doesn't say that. (laughs) The Cujo family. Yeah. Says. That was supposed to be like sax. It wasn't really good. What was that supposed to be? I was trying to make like a jazzy saxophone solo with my mouth, but 
It wasn't good. Oh, I thought you were rewinding the tape. No. Oh, that was awful. <laughs> you should have been like... Something like that. Like scooby bop bop Well, Cujo is a saxophone player. Yeah, that's good too. It's more of a trumpet. Uh, he's like, no, the Joestar family has a tradition. And he's like, and that's... And then we see old Joseph's like face, kind of like memory in the background going, uh, and that's... And he's like, to run away. And then he punches a hole in the ground of the cable car, the floor of the cable car using Star Platinum. And then he just falls out while this goo is still on him. And this is a reference to part two. Yeah, I like this throwback. Yeah, where two or three times Joseph, uh, young Joseph says that he's just going to run away. He says to Smokey that that's his final technique. Um, so Jotaro falls down and Rubber Soul comes after him being like, why would you do that? Like, my stuff is still on you. Um, and I find this a little interesting because I guess there's so much of it that Rubber Soul can't spare to have that, like he can't spare having that much like disconnected from him. Mm. But in some ways I'm kind of like, yeah, let him fall into the water with all the, all of your stand stuck to him. Why are you following him? Just let this, uh, now you have all this goop on him. Just let he him. Just, he wants to get more goop on him. And he I wants guess. to make sure he's dead. Whatever. Um, so he falls down with Jotaro and they fall into the water. And Jotaro says like, yeah, your stand has no weaknesses, but you do. You do. And if I kill the user, then the stand dies. So he just grabs him underwater and is holding him and he can't breathe. Uh, that would be a really brutal end to this, wouldn't it? If you just suffocated him, <laughs> you just drown the guy. Um, I would love it. He then picks him up and again hits him with his real fist um, in the face while he's like trying to breathe basically because he, he has to like fight underwater and like rubber sole then finally like bursts through the surface and like breathes but gets punched in the face. Mm-hmm. And he gets very badly damaged from this punch. Yeah. He says like, oh, my nose is broken and they're going to have to wire my jaw, which is bullshit. He's, and he's missing teeth. It's bullshit to say that because if you can say those words, you don't have a broken jaw. You don't have to have your jaw wired shut. Yeah, and he's also like, Dio bought my service, but like this isn't worth it, dude. Yeah, he says. He says Dio offered him a hundred million dollars. Yeah, that number has to be wrong. It's a lot of money. There's no way. It must have been a hundred million yen. But you know what's cooler than a hundred million dollars? What's that? Hundred billion dollars. Shouldn't you have said a bigger number? Okay. Um, (laughs) Jesus Christ! I am usually the person who sneezes. Haha, we're all just sneezing. My stand is tickling your nostril hairs. Ew. Don't do it anymore. That's what's happening. Um, so he then tries to like bargain with Jotaro and Yeah, yeah. And Jotaro's like, all right, well, give me info. And he's like, I can't rat out other stand users. And he's like, It's really it's really I just can't do that. That would be betraying my side, which is weird because he's like a mercenary. Why do you care? But then Jotaro raises his fist like he's going to hit him. And he's like, oh, that's very, that's very honorable of you. And he's like, wait, wait, wait. No, I remember. I remember. He's like, mm-hmm. it's going to be the hanged man, emperor, mm-hmm. uh, empress, and something else. Is it death? Death. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and Jotaro's and, like, and what are their powers? Yeah. He, he tells him about uh, the Jay Guile. Right, which he calls centerfold in the subtitles. Angel in a centerfold. Exactly. Because that's a Jay Guile song? Exactly. Nice. Their biggest hit. Um, so he's, you know, and Jotaro's like, what are their powers? And he's like, I don't know. And he threatens to hit him again. He's like, no, I really, really don't know. Yeah, stand users don't show, don't reveal their stands. Because then it would reveal their weaknesses. Mm-hmm. But then it's kind of like, I thought you had no weaknesses. Uh, and this whole time, the guy's been slowly drifting towards the edge of the water, which is like a man-made, it's like a concrete, like a... Uh, 
sidewalk thing. It's like a dock. Basically. I also don't think that's true that stand users don't reveal their stands because every time you see a stand user so far, they're like, and let me tell you about my stand. Well, that's when they're attacking you. He's saying like, you don't just, you don't tell anybody else mm. about it because then you could sit down and brainstorm mm. and a bunch of you guys could like draw like, you could have a brainstorming you know, session, draw a cloud and draw in all your ideas about how to defeat the stands. True. Mm. You, know? you have to draw the cloud though. Yeah. Ideas don't work if they don't get drawn inside of a cloud. Yeah. Um, so this guy is slowly sort of drifting towards the like land and Jotaro's watching him, but he's still having a conversation with him. And then suddenly the guy is like, Hey Jotaro. And he's like very happy. And he's like, you see that porthole next to you or that sewer hole? The drain with the crayfish. Right. That's how we say it here. Um, all the crayfish around it. Wait, it, what do you mean that's how we say it? In other parts of the country, people say crawfish. Oh. And crawdaddy. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm dead serious. Look up look up the word crawdaddy. It's real. No. I'm really? Ser- it's literally just a name for crayfish. Ugh. There's so many daddies. <laughs> <laughs> no, crawdaddies are a real thing. Um, <laughs> Can't keep up. No. So many deadbeat crawdaddies. All right. No. What are the craw mommies? True. Anyway, uh, he's like, you see how there's all those crayfish all around that hole? And Jotaro's like, yeah. No, he just looks. <laughs> and we see one get like sucked into the hole. Uh, and another one, I guess. And then the screws come off it, which is unnecessary. Um, the screws that are holding like the, the, the hole, like the grate in, in place over the pipe, the, the screws fall off and Yellow Temperance like oozes through them. Mm-hmm. And then it grabs Jotaro. And it pulls him in. It tries to pull him in saying, you know, and he's like, I'm going to crush you by trying to pull you into this pipe. And Jotaro is pinned against the pipe because I assume that his stand doesn't really burn shit that quickly. <laughs> so yeah. he's like, I really can't dilly dally anymore. Um, my flight leaves in three hours. Um, so he's just pulling Jotaro against the pipe. And it hurts. And he keeps talking shit. He says something else nasty again. He calls him a ballless dick or something. He's like, yeah. <laughs> Which doesn't, I don't know. Yeah. It's dumb. He's like, you're like a doll that has balls, but no dick. And then There's, Jotaro is like, yare, yare. That's not a real thing. No, I'm the devil from last episode said he had no dick. But then Polnareff was like, I'm going to cut everything except your balls. Oh, I see. It made no sense. Yeah, Jotaro just all of a sudden relaxes. Like, yare, yare. And then he does something. I, I kind of like glanced away for a minute, but does he, does Star Platinum throw a bunch of water? Does he punch water into it? You don't, I don't think you really see what he does. He says, yeah, he just says water punch and then yeah. it floods. A water pressure punch. Yeah. That's what the bad guy says. Did you hit me with a water pressure punch? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess somehow Star Platinum. That's another power. It's, it's a water is, type. Is a, is a water pressure punch. Yeah. So it just punches a bunch of water through the porthole because okay the reason my yellow temperance yeah. is oozing through the grate is because um since the guy the user has made it to the land he's kind of draped his hand over to a manhole that's like facing up on the surface and he's letting his stand ooze into that and then through the porthole that joe that i was standing next to and he sucks him in so that joseph can't keep punching his face his handsome face good strat it is a good strat or this guy is saying the summary i'm reading online says that Jotaro punches the drain, which increases water pressure into the guy's face. I don't really understand that, though. Okay. Because in this case, the grate is not underwater. If it was underwater, that might make sense. Like if there was something slowing the water flow and then you broke the hole open. But this is just sitting there. I don't know what this would do. Anyway. It's uh, a water attack. It's water punch. Civil engineers write in and tell us what the fuck happened. Is that the people that would do it? 
civil engineers. They, sure. do, they do city planning, maybe, whatever. Uh, plumbers. Sure, yeah, that would be the good one. Um, so he's incapacitated, and he falls back in the water, and then he's like, Jotaro, don't hit me. He's like, I'm injured. You wouldn't hit a guy with injuries? And he again states that his nose is broken and his jaw has to be wired shut. And Jotaro basically just says, like, you... Oh, at one point, by the way, when he first uh, gets him, I find it very satisfying that he's like, you sure talked a lot of crap back there. <laughs> he's yeah. like, you said everything you wanted to say. And this time he's like, I don't need to talk to you anymore. Yep. He's like, I just, I don't feel like talking to you. And then he's just like, ora, 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 he ora, does, ora, he, ora, 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 He does a one-handed ora, 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 because his human hand is holding him by like the shirt, which is impossible because if Star Platinum hits that hard, how are you able to hang? What well, doesn't matter. Do it's cool looking. What? You think he kills him? Mm, I don't know. I don't know if they say that he retires or is killed. Um, but I think only in Morio do you retire. Oh, by the way, sidebar, speaking of Morio. Uh, so uh, when I write, so I write code for a living. That's what I do. Uh, and it's, and often you should write tests because to be a good good person, you write your tests. And in, my, and in your tests, you just write like fake data. And so my fake data uh, recently was... Uh, Morio events like uh, it, it was a it was a Morio starfish enthusiasts. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I like that, and it's just one guy wearing a school uniform yeah. or well a white suit and a hat that might be here. Mm-hmm. Um, you use the fake data to test that your the thing that the code that you wrote like works. Yeah, uh, makes sense. Yeah. Do other people just write testy test test? You can write foobar. A lot of people use foobar. That's fucked up beyond all recognition. Do you know what foobar is? Uh, it's fucked just a, up. It's a thing. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah it stands oh. for fucked up beyond all recognition. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't know that. That's a good baby name. Do you know what snafu? Foobar is a good baby name. No, it is little, not. Little foobar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or Or people just, they write dumb stuff. What about Food Network as a baby name? No. No. What about Travel Channel as for a girl? For a girl, no. To be specific, no. a girl's no. name. You don't mm. Travel Chanel. You're not good at this, man. I guess not. <laughs> anyway, Rubber Soul is like begging, and oh no, yeah, wait, wait. He already got killed or punched to death. Whatever. He's in a hospital. Um, yes. We then move ahead. We jump ahead in the story, and they actually got to the train. They're going to India. They're finally going to India. So we see the whole gang there. We see Polnareff now, who's just been doing nothing. Well, Polnareff is thinking about, he's like, ah, oh, so his name is Centerfold. Right, That's because, yeah, the guy said, uh, the when uh, fucking Rubber Soul was telling Jotaro all about what's coming for him, he's like, also, I heard this witch that tells Dio what to do has a son, and that's the, his... His name is Centerfold, and he has two right hands. That's probably the guy who killed Polnareff's sister. And I was like, man, this guy gossips like crazy. <laughs> you guys do talk about each other's stands. Um, so they're driving, yeah, and Polnareff is like, huh, that, so that's who killed my sister, this witch's son or whatever. And then Jotaro has, I, I, I looked at his food plate. It looks like he's eating like the remnants of like a steak and potatoes. But then he also just has cherries sitting on his plate. You haven't lived until you've had steak with maraschino cherries, baby. And then Kakyoin is like, hey, the real Kakyoin is like, are you going to eat those cherries? And Jotaro's like, no. Did you know one of the biggest producers of maraschino cherries is right nearby in Brooklyn, New York? Wow. And uh, they found a large marijuana growing operation in the factory. Cool. And when they discovered it, the owner killed himself. Oh, wow. This has been dark stuff. Thanks for that. Even now, in today's day and age, like marijuana is like not that big a deal. I thought. No, this is very recently. Wow, rip. Um. Anyway, uh, 
<laughs> so uh, Kakyoin then takes his last cherry and puts it in his mouth and then goes and Jotaro's like what dun, dun, dun. but yep. then he's like he says something where he's like oh look flamingos are in flight Jotaro which is no, just Kakyoin like, uh, yeah Kakyoin says that to Jotaro he says pink flamingos are in flight uh, and Jotaro is like oh he just kind of is like relieved because he's like look at this whimsical asshole what? So, so that is a thing that people it's just do? regular Kakuin behavior yeah it's weird it's almost like did Rubber Soul see Kakuin doing this when he's alone and he's or like, they both Ugh. just do it it's just a really big coincidence or here's the, here's the third possibility mm-hmm. Jotaro recapped what happened to everyone and he went into extreme detail and it's like then the guy picked up a cherry off the ground and went or well no he did it first and then it fell on the ground you know what I mean? Like, do you think he in detail was like, then he went like this. I don't think Jotaro talks to anybody. Like, I think that, I think that um, the most he talks to people is what we see on the show. So when, you know, in, in the scenes in between, when he's like in a room with somebody, I think he's like not talking. He's dead sound. Here's the way I think you probably told the story. He's like, the guy to stand and beat him. Yeah, yeah, probably. He's right. like, he's not a problem anymore. And they're like, but who there was There was a stand pretending to be cocky. And, Did yeah. anyone eat a cherry in a weird way? He's like, oh, I don't know. Maybe. Um, and the other thing they say before this happens, actually, because that's the end of the episode, but right before it is they're like, whatever happened to Anne? And they basically just reveal that they abandoned her. Abdul's oh, like, yeah. They were like, I don't know. She's waiting for her dad or something. Well, she came with them to the train station. He's like, she's, she's, last I saw her, she was back at the train station. And then, you know, he's like, you know, to meet her, he probably had to go meet her father. And someone's like, I always thought that whole meeting your father thing was bullshit. And I'm like, so you just think that there's a girl that was just chasing you alone and you just decided to leave her somewhere? Yeah. Heartless. Um, How could you be so heartless? But then we see the girl is in the other train car wearing like a hat so she's disguised and she's snoring. Barely. And in her sleep she's like, Joe, Joe. And that's it. I do that in my sleep. Oh, same name? Yeah. Mm. Good. Uh, I like this episode. (laughs) Like I said, um, I enjoy people who go... And, um, I have a question. Yep. So when they do the stand cards, mm-hmm. they have a little radar chart in the bottom left. Yep. What, what, is that? what are they grading there? Um, speed, durability, uh, strength. Um, I think they eventually... I don't think they had it at first. Um, potential. Some stands can kind of evolve and change usage uh, over time. That becomes more of a thing. That's yeah. That's not really a thing. This this arc though. Mm-mm, not really. Well, I mean. Well, thanks for answering my. No, question. some there's some stuff does happen. Some stands get new abil- abilities. You know, like, like water what? pressure punching or, or finger. Oh well, no, that's. Uh, Stopping time. Star Platinum couldn't stop time, and now it can. Spoiler alert: time stopping's a thing. What? Oh, that. Okay, fine. Yeah. But that's not evolving. I think that that, that all existed all along, but, you know? It, it's what was inside. It was inside you all along. It was there. Jotaro. It was there the whole time. It's like it's like when Pikachu, I don't know, something. <laughs> I was like, it's, is it like when Pikachu gets turns into Raichu? It's like when, I feel like there's something with like a superhero or something where they like, they have the power in them and then they just gotta, they just gotta let it out. The power of kindness? Uh, yeah. Oh. The power of love. Uh. But then, in, but then, like, part four, it's like, your stand is actually evolving. Like, like, fucking, what's, what's Echoes. This? Yeah. yeah. It's like, it looks like silk. I guess so. Or, or, like, uh, fucking Kira's stand. Yep. It'll, Killer it, queen. 
yeah they all like change and it's like completely different it's like a completely new power it's not like kind of an extension of your existence. well the power. thing is though is that every stand gets that grade and like not every stand does that like after part four make no mistake um I, th- I thought it was just like other things that it could end up doing you know like mm-hmm. if we look at star platinum and think about it it could I'm end up using saying, water i'm just saying that the evolution evolutionary stands are don't really become a thing until i think star. it just means potential um but Naming. but i'll tell you I'm, that's just what i think i'm not okay. saying that you're right or wrong i'm just <laughs> sorry <laughs> that was funny <laughs> miles so the other the, the the categories are this destructive power speed range durability precision and developmental potential okay rate yourself based on the these criteria. destructive power i'm gonna <laughs> go with the with the with the e okay e is the lowest rating speed e range range let's say d i can throw okay durability e precision let's go with the c i know where things are i have a good like when people go to shoot pool and when they first take the shot people are like maybe it's gonna hit and in my head i'm like impossible it's off to the right like i know where things are going to go. Okay. I'm really good at that. Um, that's the only example I have, by the way. It's Literally just, nothing it's just else. Cool. Um, <laughs> Not even playing it, observing people. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean. <laughs> Like, oh, wait a minute. Mark, yeah. Mark's not even talking about how he can play. <laughs> I also have pretty good uh, reflexes, reaction time. True. And my developmental p- potential. <laughs> Jackie, what's my developmental potential? My development developmental potential is an S. Is an S? Yeah. I would give myself like a B. Yeah. Like I could probably like get like experience and stuff. One day I'll be old. That might be degrading though. I mean, regression. Miles, what is your destructive power? On a scale of E to S, <laughs> which is really F to A. Uh, not that high. Probably F. Wow. Uh, speed. You do run. I do run. Not that fast. I give myself a D. Uh, what's your range? Because we're on the scale of like stands, right? Like yeah. I'm comparing myself to Star Platinum. That's right. Okay. Range? Range. Not that far. E. Okay. Durability. Probably still E. Okay. Uh, precision? Precision. Meaning, like, could I do surgery? No. E. Wow. You're really mean. Yeah, yourself. I'm really bad at operation. <laughs> and your developmental potential? I mean, I read a lot. Oh, God. D. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Jackie? Uh, Destructive hi. power? I don't know. Uh, e, D, C, B, A, S. I don't know. Uh, e. Uh, speed. E. This is boring. Range. <laughs> uh, we're all just saying we're bad. D. Oh. <laughs> why not E? Why? Why do you give yourself a little bit of a range? I could throw. Same. Durability. Yeah. What's your durability? I think I'm pretty durable. I'm a woman, so. What? I don't know. Oh, because women have a higher pain tolerance. Uh, yes. What? Why did you say what? Because I just. I don't know. She says, I'm, I'm, I'm a woman. I was like, that doesn't mean that you're stronger. We're all flesh and blood. We, we have to be durable. All right. <laughs> That's why all the women I know are covered in armored scales. I'm and, covered in yellow goop. Ew. What's your precision, Jackie? Uh, D. And your developmental potential? C. Okay. Um, yeah, rubber soul is boring. His, basically, his best thing is durability, and he has shitty range and precision. But I think range is like how far your stand can go, right? Right. Mm. 
<sighs> anyway, my stand can't go that far. So our stands are so we as stands are are not good. Stands. We're not really talking about our actual stands. We're bad. No, but like we ourselves as a stand would not be good. Stands. Right. Don't make us your stands. Please do not summon me. Uh, if you have other thoughts, thoughts at all, you can write to us. We mentioned the address already, but it's Jojo's Bizarre Pod at hmm. gmail.com. You can also tweet to us dumb things <laughs> at, them out. at JJB Pod. You could also retweet and like the po- the episode posts. That would be really helpful. I think that helps with how they get processed in the algorithm, maybe. Um, we're on iTunes and Stitcher and everything, but I should have said that up top. We're all over. I tried to get us on Spotify. We'll see what happens because they opened the floodgates a little bit with Spotify. Um... You can also find our posts on Reddit in the Stardust Crusaders subreddit. The username is JJBPod, although I've started to use Reddit a little bit more. So you might be like, what does this have to do with JoJo? But I refuse to switch accounts. Um, and yeah, that's it, really. Is there anything else I have to say? No. Should I say anything else? Have a great holiday weekend. We hope you're enjoying Memorial Day. That's right. Even you international listeners. There's a holiday in the Ukraine. <clears throat> really? I don't know what it is, but I know that... You just know there's one happening? Well, some of the engineers we work with are in the Ukraine, and... Don't call it the Ukraine. Uh, in Ukraine, sorry. Uh, and uh, we were like, we have a holiday on Monday. And they're like, me too. And we're like, what's your holiday? <laughs> Which one's that? But they have some kind of holiday. But not our Russian engineer. So there's no holiday in Russia. But there is a holiday in Ukraine. Yeah, it's Trinity Sunday in Christianity on Sunday, and then it's Memorial Day in the United States and in the United States. Mm. There were two entries in my calendar. One's just Jackie's. (laughs) (laughs) I thought there were two Memorial Days because I have a few countries. Thanks for listening, everybody. Enjoy a barbecue or two. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye.